Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about charitable remainder trusts and charitable remainder annuity trusts. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. I'm Philip Washington Jr. and I have Allison Rife Martin, CPA, on today. How's it going, Allison? Well, I am actually excited to know that you have finally your very own Magic Eight Ball, and I'm pretty sure you're shaking it right now. And the topic, yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad you have one of those. That I just. I honestly really do ask my Magic 8 Ball a question every day. <laughs> it was a gift from Steve. Gift oh from my Steve. Thanks, Steve. Well, so I'm pretty sure the answer is going to be, it is decidedly so. Today, we are going to talk about charitable remainder trust and charitable remainder annuity trust. <laughs> Absolutely. It's very timely. Uh, very timely because, um, yeah, just like... There are a lot of people that are, despite what's going on in the economy, that have made and going to make a lot of money. A lot of new multimillionaires, you know, 30, 40 year olds that are going, well, man, like what should, you know, how do I, you know, what should I do with all this newfound wealth? I care, you know, I, I have things I care about. I don't necessarily want to give all the money to the government, all these taxes because they feel, you know, Washington is is a is a beautiful place, but they're fighting right now, which doesn't create a lot of good for the world. So, you know, what uh what do I do? <laughs> well, it's a I will say, like you said, if you're in your thirties and forties and this is a, g- a great time for you to start thinking of your estate plan, which of course I know thirty and forty year olds are thinking, Oh, all the time in the world. And then before <laughs> you know it, you're like, uh, there's no time in the world. So one thing that you can do, consider doing, is setting up what's called a charitable remainder trust or a charitable remainder annuity trust. And they're they're effectively the same thing, but this is a great estate planning tool where if you want to transfer a high-value appreciated asset, such as real estate or stocks and bonds or, you know, some kind of maybe like high-value art something like that into this trust it's an irrevocable trust meaning that once you do it can't take it back without potential implications on the tax side um, again on the estate planning side as well too but it's a great way to certainly shield assets that you ultimately plan to want to be able to use to donate to the charities of choice uh, upon the time uh, upon your upon your passing. So one of the things you would have to think again is what assets do you want to place in there? So if you have a significant investment in rent, residential real estate or multifamily real estate, it's a great thing to pass into there. Um, again, um, so that you can use it to uh, 
give to the uh, charities of choice upon your passing away. But in the meantime, you can still set it up such that you can get income, to eat, um, an income stream from those properties that you've transferred into the trust over the course of your life or until a term ends. You can also set it up to go to a beneficiary as well. So like if I set it up, I could have the income stream go to me and I could set up one of my kids as a beneficiary as well. There's no tax implications when I get the income, but it, again, it's a great way to do it. And upon my untimely demise, I can, the, the corpus of the trust then gets donated out to the charities of choice. So, 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 to, and, and I'm thinking in the mind of somebody who's listening, they're probably going, they're probably going, well, Philip, and I'm just going to pick a number. Let's say somebody has, you know, a million dollars worth of, you know, Apple stock. And they say, uh, you know, Apple's paying a, you know, I don't know if Apple's paying a dividend. Let's say they're paying a dividend. Uh, you know, why not just keep the Apple stock and, and get the dividend instead of, instead of transferring it to a, you know, an, an irrevocable trust, what is, you know, what's, cause then I can just name my will to give it away to whatever charity I want. So what's the, you know, what's the benefit of transferring it to a charitable remainder trust while I'm alive? Well, while you're alive again, it, it takes, it gives you, it shields the asset. There's some liability protection there as well, but there's also no tax implication to you when you transfer it in, it goes in at the, at the value of the asset. Um, so again, it's, and again, it, it has to go, I think, within the whole of the entirety of your app, of your estate plan. What do you want to be able to give, mm-hmm. you know, and how do you want to get it out and still have an income stream coming to you? And, so, and, well, I would say, and we talked before too, I think, I think, and, and we won't go into details, but uh, I think one of the things that, that is a benefit that at least when we talked before was when you transfer it to the trust, you get an immediate upfront deduction, uh, which is calculated in a yes. complex way. Don't worry about that. Yeah. And then yeah. also, if you, and then also, if you want to sell the Apple stock, right? So you got a million dollars worth of Apple stock, and let's say you have eight hundred thousand of gain, right? If you wanted to, you know, sell and uh, invest in something else that might be more yeah. diversified or might get you more when you sell it outside the trust. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. There's a tax. Yeah, you're right. No tax. Heck, I was forgetting about that part. That is another beauty is you don't have to worry about the capital gain piece of it. So, um, and it's an, and it's a, another way too. you as the um, donor have a little bit more control over where it goes. Whereas like, if you do something like a donor advice fund, you have to do a lot of research to make sure they're going to pick the charities you want them to be able to, you want to be able to donate to. So I think this is, and again, it provides a stream of income to you over the course of your lifetime. Yeah, yeah, because because most, and and I think that's why me as a wealth manager, I like them because I mean that the common thing is to find somebody who has a concentrated amount of their money in, in one stock, right, or one uh, property, and uh, especially if they want to go into income mode. I'm like, ah, maybe we should diversify, right? Maybe maybe we can get a similar return profile, you know, through diversification. Uh, but we got to diversify. In order to diversify, that means we got to sell something. In order to sell something, that's going to generate taxes. You know, right. so this is just the way to way to do it. And I can it. certainly see it being more in, in that, instead of like stocks, which of course you can certainly do that. But real estate might be a better thing again. And this is a great way to also sh- start shifting your income from active 
like employee income to the passive income, which obviously is a better way to build wealth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, any, any other, I mean, cause on, on, we can probably do a whole, you know, quarter series on charitable remainder trust. Maybe we ought to one day, right. For the nerds out there, but <laughs> yeah. any, any high level, uh, things that are important for people to know about charitable remainder trusts. Well, I will say there are things that you do need to think about when you're doing it. If if you if this is something that you want to do, again, once you donate to or put it into the charitable remainder trust, um, you have lost complete control of the asset. You, it's an irrevocable trust, and so you can't. It's not yours anymore. So just kind of think you have to be willing to part with it. You know, and you have to understand why you're parting with it, because, again, you know, ultimately the goal is to give to charity. You can't can't necessarily change your mind without some big implications. Also factoring to the. Oh. Can, can I clarify on that, too? Sure. Because like, I want to make sure I'm, I'm uh, we're going high level. But as I understand it, you can still control where it's invested and you can still at any point change the charity. You just what's irrevocable is that it has to go to a. It has to go to a charity. It can't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, whatever the, yeah. Right. But I'm just saying it's not yours anymore. You can't change your mind and say, whoopsie, I forgot. I made a mistake. I want it back without some long, some additional pain on your part. Got it. Got it. The other thing too, is to figure out what kind of income stream you really want from it such that it doesn't minimize the asset value at the end. Because you could take so much income out of the asset over the course of your life that at the end, you have nothing to give to the charity. So those are just things to be factoring into your in as you're deciding what, you know, what assets to to potentially contribute to a charitable remainder trust. Yeah. And and that's the point why you got to have a good CPA, a good wealth manager and a good attorney to put one of these together. For sure. For sure. The holy trinity. Yeah, exactly. Because you just you don't want to you know you want to don't want to be surprised at the end when you're like, oh my gosh, I changed my mind, and you're like, oh, forgot about the whole tax implication piece of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, let everybody know where they can reach you if they want to talk about you know ways to uh, give more to charities that they care about, but also save. Uh, in taxes along the way, which is like the ultimate win-win. Who said you right. can't have your cake and eat it too? <laughs> well, let me see. The magic eight ball continues to say it is decidedly so. You can have both your cake and eat it too. So <laughs> um, you can c- uh, contact me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartincounty.com, and I would welcome the opportunity to talk to anybody who needs help in this area. Thanks, Allison. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com 
forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.